This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. I guess we had spoken about trying to learn inside Sha'al of Pekhov, I think you had mentioned. So we'll try. I do have to leave at 4 o'clock. I have a chavusa, but akapanim. Um, we'll try to work through it and um, correct me whichever direction, if it's if not explaining myself, I'll explain whatever you want. So he, he had explained a, a person's nefesh and neshama is actually sort of a layer after layer after layer. Not any different than a psychologist would say there are different layers of consciousness except that our understanding is it comes from Lamala Lamata, and that's a general structure of all beings, Lamata. And what he says is, whenever there's a Pagam in any place, we're going to need to reach a higher spot and come down again and correct it. If I can give an example, um, let's say physically if a person gets a cut in his skin so skin cells from around are going to have to come and um and work their way down and correct it the, the, you can't correcting the thing that's broken itself is a patch but you can regenerate and regeneration is done at a level higher than whatever it is that um, that was wounded, that was problematic. So let's see the side. So now he said, let's try to explain a little bit the structure of how repeat again a person's nefesh works. So like everything else in Ruchnius, there are layers and in the Shama, there are five big major um, strata. The highest one is Yechida, which is totally, totally unavailable to us, as is Chaya. Neshama to us represents the sense of good, the sense of pure rots and taiv to do something good. It occasion flashes in a person. It's not a normally part of our Metzias, but that's why we say Neshama Shanasati Bitahorehi. It's the part in the person that somehow seems always good, but it doesn't always associate itself with the person. Ruach is the active part of our neshama that, that struggles with doing right and wrong. Um, and that's where Bechir is located. And Nefesh is the part of the living force in the person, which has a tendency to gravitate towards the physical and so on. So he says... So even if the entirety of nefesh has been sucked up into bed, Let's, let's talk about this because this is, um, I guess, the core part of a lot of what he's saying. 
we, so we identified three important strata of a person, neshama, ruach, and nefesh. Another, um, each one has expression. The neshama expresses itself through machshava of a person. The ruach expresses itself through its dibur, and nefesh expresses itself through maisa. And let's understand a little bit each one why. Um, the seichel in itself is purely emes. Seichel has one thing that wants to guide it is emes. It gets extremely distorted because there's a feedback mechanism from the bottom. But mitzan atzma, the, the, the neshama is expressed itself most strongly in seichel. It's pure chachma, havana, and so on. Ruach, emotions, express themselves in Ruach, and that's the Koach HaDibur. So we, we primarily express, when we're thinking, it's still not emotion. When we talk, yell, scream, shout, uh, and laugh, and so on, that's, the, that's where emotion mostly resides. And finally, Maisa, um, the Nefesh, which is the biological life force of the person, is the force that expresses itself in Maisa. So there's a certain chain of um, there's a certain chain that leads up to Misa. A person formulates an understanding of what's appropriate, what's right. A person then revs themselves up to do what's right, and then a person actually does it. So a chain of activity starts at the level of the seichel or let's call it, uh, it would be counted part of Neshama, and goes to Dibur and goes to Maisa. Now, let's say a person does bad things, and everything he does is bad. So just doing good is not an option. The person is doing bad. It's, it's not going to change by itself. His mode of activities is that he doesn't get up a davening, doesn't learn, it does Varmasurim and so on and so forth. When a person wants to repair his world of Misa, he has to reach up into the world of his um, Ruach, into Dibur, and have a conversation with himself and say, listen, you know it's the wrong thing. What you're doing is not right, and so on. The 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 primary um, motivator is going to be that level of the person. The means that. Until uh, that's why saying vidu is important, because as long as we know that we did wrong, it's kind of a vague idea. That vague idea doesn't really motivate us. When we say I am wrong and bad, that's when we start changing. Um, let me sharpen one more point. This is a point that's not always easily understood. Um, the connection that goes from machshava to diva to maisa that we're talking about. Machshava are understandings that I have in my head, but th- those are too abstract and and therefore they're very dry and don't easily come to fruition. It's only when a person turns it into Dibur. So when a person makes a resolve and he says, I will do this, I will not do this, I was wrong for doing this, 
that's when the machshava becomes a lot more firm and a lot more um, tangible in a way that it can affect a person's mycin. That was the idea of the Muslim movement. Rabbi Sosalanta wrote that people can sit and read as much as they want, and it has minimal effect. When they start saying the words, it has an effect on the person. So, if a person damaged his nefesh, all parts of the nefesh, all the spheres, and went down into the klipas, meaning it, it, it's destroyed. When a person expresses his thoughts through dibor, so when he's able to bring out the um through ruach the dvarim that he knows to be true that's when he he starts a process of regeneration so what a person does is he causes um, a, a nuchius to come down and to, to and to and to continue down into reconstructing his world of Misa. So just like a person, whatever it is about our body that we can regenerate, so what happens is the part that's still somewhere in the in, in the person's physical being, there's a source for growth and so on. It sends whatever hormones or or whatever it is, the cells that that do the process. And from the piece that's still there, we have a new growth of things outwards um more primitive beings can actually regrow an organ or so and that's what happens it starts from the before the place that was ruined and it comes down again and and redoes it so when a person was um when a person's uh um lies in the world of maisa so the world of ruach is the active agent and it's mamshich, it's pnimius, and brings life down again to what was messed up. There is a point, this is b'chinas nefesh de ruach, it means the lowest part of ruach. The actual dibur that comes out of our mouth is the end process of a dibur. Dibur starts with mentally um, formulating words until we actually articulate it with our mouths. B'chein, im pogam v'kilko b'chinas ruach if the person's begam is in his ruach, so now he says, what about a second, a, a, a worse chet? Something that affected a person's ruach and his koach adibo. And let's speak about what what, what type of things we're talking about. Um, when we're talking about Dibur, we're talking about the person's, the level of understanding 
that actually is being articulated, verbalized, and so on. So a person who's gotten used to saying things that are cynical, not true, evil, coarse, etc., etc. So the person has lost, in a certain sense, the ability to say words that will motivate him again. He, he, he's, he's destroyed the Korach Hadibur. And that's why you find people that have these chesronos have a very hard time changing because everything, words don't mean anything. And therefore, um, it, it, he has no way really of doing real maizim tovim. He can, he can do things perfunctory, he can do things in many different ways, but it's a very, very big pagam. And that's why Korach Hadibur uh, is even though technically there there are more chomerik averis in in the world of Maisa, for the Zura, Gilarais, and Shvirstam, all those are only shayach with Maisa. But the, the tikkun it starts with the dibur. It's much easier. Whereas a person who's emptied out his dibur of any meaning and 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 so on is 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 has a real problem. So there's a new begin of where deep inside a, something can well up in a person. It's much harder because it's more vague, it's not as concrete, but the 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 the, the thought process of a person is the father of the um of the of that dibur, when that wakens up, so this is a deeper, so just like in a person or in any in any um, animal, any biological entity, the the higher up the ladder the wound is, the more difficult it is that it will recreate it. You know, you 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 have to have. It, it, it's it's the, the lower down on the on the those the easier it is to think that it can be fixed. But Dibur is also something that can be um, rectified if a person reaches into his machshava. So if a person sits and thinks in the machshava, um, he could be an sire, It'll change his tone and and his dibur and so forth. What about And this is a type of thing where it's not just, it's, yes, it's an abstract affair, it's mystical, but it's also um, something we can have a sense of. A, a person's machshavas, if they're focused on the physical, on the coarse, on the vulgar, don't really, really generate thoughts of Kedusha, of Tahara. And Bemela, when the person, um, even if in Machshav, he was Mechalkal, there's a Sherish Neshama, 
ומשם לשמוס להחזיר שתו עליו אירה, להשכיל לבית הקדוש בן יסר וסיסטי ראה. So let's discuss this point a minute. There's, there's a, um, in, in the, um, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yudke Vavke, you have um, these letters represent things parallel to these in Yonim. And you have the Kutzer Shal Yud, which represents a certain Hagav HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's very strange to represent it. Not a letter, but a squiggle on top of a letter. And it means to represent that in Machshava itself, there's the conscious Machshava that we are reasonably aware of and in control of. And then there's something pushing me, driving me, things that are really beneath the layer of consciousness. That's the, the Neshama Shanasatabi Tahorihi. It's, it's a Kutsus Yud because it doesn't really, it cannot be recognized on its own. You can't make a Kutsus Yud without a Yud. But when you have a Yud, there's a squiggle there that sort of says there's more, something more from where it's coming. So even if a person was chayte in 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 Machshava, but there's something in the person that wells up in that world of Machshava, and that's called the Shoyesh Neshama, and restarts the process. So the the um, the the so the process of tshuva and tikkun is really a re. Um, a, a re-injection of chiyos from the shayrish downwards. It always has to flow in order for it to be living, just like in a human being. It has to be connected to everything else. So wherever the new skin or organ or piece of flesh or bone begins to grow, it's going to grow out from the healthy bone left, from the healthy flesh left. But the chiyos comes from the very shayrish of the person, this is also like that. So depending on where there was a cut or something like that, that is where the healing starts. But that's but it has to it has to start the process from the very beginning. So if you say it it does amazing wonders. What's the pshat? So he explains the core of Yeheshme Rabba Mevorach, Maya means there should be an increased flow of Alekus from the Shairish down out. So, so the the um, the the Mevorach he said always oh, it's like. When you see a simon brocha in something, it means I invested a thousand dollars and something in it kept growing. It it means that it's a very, very productive root. So when I say Yeshmeram Brach means the Nakudavalikus that's in the Bria um is something which will which will inject more chios and therefore everything will start growing. So just like a tree that has chopped off branches. If the tree is, is in a good place and it and it begins to grow very strongly and so on, it's able to keep regenerating branches and so on. That's the Mechuvan Yeshmi Rabba. 
So these four Olamas are parallel to this, except Ruach Nefet Ruach Neshama speaks about people. Um, Atzilus Bria Yitzhia speaks about the universe at large. Atzilus is non-physical, just Alikus waiting to sort of um, to begin the process of manifest itself in this world. Bria is the moment when it crosses into existence, the physical existence. Yitzira means it takes on the properties that it's going to have, and Asiya means it is actually become that thing. So when we to start the process of pumping new life into the world, it, it's for us the same. Um, so he says, So this is exactly, it's parallel. What's happening in Ramallah is parallel to what's happening by us. This allows to erase the chet because the person is a new person. So just like if I had a diseased organ and it fell away and it's been replaced by a new organ, there's not going to be any disease there. This is the same thing here also. It's, what, it's not a patch on something old. It's a regeneration of a new, a new chilek um, of the person. We have a few minutes. If, if anybody wants to ask something or comment or whatever it is, uh, we can talk for a few minutes. Or we can continue, whatever you want. I, either one is fine. Uh, yeah, actually, I had a yeah. question. Okay. My camera, for some reason, is not working. But And how does this play out in the regular you know, day-to-day tshuva process? How does this look? Why is it any different than like what we saw in Shari Tshuva? What's the what's the Chiddush? So, so Shari Tshuva, normally Tshuva seems to be focused on the particular ailment, problem, and so on. Our normal perspective on Tshuva is, I'm doing this wrong. What shall I do um, to change it? Whether um, what will give me a different habit and so on. He's talking about changing the person from the inside. So the muscle, the very difference between when, when somebody is, he has a problem, he overeats. So there's Eitzatovus, stay away from, 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 from a buffet, um, do this, do that, do other thing. And it's all focused on the do's and the don'ts. And then there's another way we're looking, what's pushing you to eat? What's driving you? Um, get, get a different and restructure your mindset. You know, let's say a person looks for, for comfort, for enjoying, whatever it is. It, it, so it's it's a much deeper way of getting to the getting to the problem. And and this is the this is exactly what he's talking about. The the, the hashpa of Taiv, it also explains how the Chuva process works. It's not a, a patch that can undo the chet. No patch can really undo a chet. It's a process of regeneration. So I have to start what in whatever area is still toiv and work my way 
um, back, you know, allow it to, to affect the area that's been affected. Um, okay, Hagra, yeah, yeah. Hagra, base pirushim. So it says it could mean the person puts his entire self into answering it, or it means that his kavana is the whole Kharagash so I'll just explain it. I, I, we started it. We'll just explain. The concept of Miluyan means um, the, the name Yudke Vavke, when you spell it out, can be spelled out in different ways. The Yud can be spelled only one way, Yud Vav Dalit. The Hey can be spelled Hey Hey, Hey Aleph, Hey Yud. The Vav can be spelled Vav Vav, Vav Aleph Vav. So you have all of these are, um, they, they, they all represent different levels of Olamos. Everything, remember, everything is going to be parallel. The structures of the world and the Hashbarah and are always going to be parallel. And that's why um, he says that and so in a person we represent all the different layers of the person through one set of of, of terms and we and but the is parallel when we try to reach that Baruch should should be mashpia from the deepest recess of the shayrish of Ashbar to the to the entirety of it we're basically saying we we would want it to start from our basic recess and make its way to the first the furthest furthest reaches outside and he brings a chazal here it says his horns preceded the feet meaning that he started the process of tshuva from the head down which exactly goes back to your question that you asked that you asked before that it's something where there's a tshuva of a patch a person is needs emergency treatment person has somebody who treats it from the outside in so we deal with the outermost symptom first and apply something from the outside like a, let's say we apply an antibiotic to kill the the germ going from the inside would mean understanding how our immune system could rebuild itself retrain itself or whatever to meet whatever threat there is so it's the process he's talking about starts from the shayrish and makes its way down to the branches okay but it, it is nevshaheim is one of the most uh fundamentals firm that there are and he has uh sometimes it's deceivingly easy okay, that's the way he writes it but there's a lot not only the terms are hard but he but but like i'm just trying to understand michael mashmalon really begin to understand what's the point he's trying to make Okay.